It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. It's a throwdown Thursday. Good morning. Welcome in. That's driven by your next Ram truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. Jeep Wrangler. Jeep Grand Cherokee. MacHikeFlowood.com. They had some good looking uh, forerunners too. MacHikeFlowood.com. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We are excited about this weekend. What a lineup of games. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I do have to drop this for the A. For the A, baby. How about those uh, Atlanta Braves? We have the Mississippi Braves here in town, double-A affiliate. And Atlanta's not but uh, an hour uh, plane ride. And you can get there in about eh, five and a half hours driving. I haven't driven it in years. And don't plan on it again, but I have flown through Atlanta several times recently. So, And I did go to an Atlanta Braves game. Uh, Shohei? You did. Was, Saw the Angels. Yeah, Angels and Braves in July. Because I hit SEC media days. I had to go see my favorite coach, Jimbo Fisher. That's right. And then I wanted to go to Rocky Patel's Cigar Bar, which is right outside Truist Park. It was a home run. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. And um, and we have the Shohei Otani of the AAA, Steve Palazzolo on the line. <laughs> Steve Palazzolo, NFL analyst, uh, NFL insider, senior analyst, pro football focus, PFF.com. And Palazzolo joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Steve, how about my Braves, buddy? Yeah, first off, I was a 500 hitter in AAA one year. There's <laughs> my... My Otani comp. Yeah, man, the Braves just demoralizing the Mets and uh, trying to go back-to-back and make a little run here. The playoffs look like they're going to be fun. I have to tell you that we, we've we had... Hey, this is pretty cool, okay? 
We've had Chipper Jones, John Smoltz, and Dale Murphy on the show. Oh, wow. You must be loving that. Yeah. Early, you know, childhood, early adulthood for well, you, right? Look, Just, man. Uh, all your heroes. I'm older than you. Uh, I'm in my, my late 40s. I want to say I'm in my mid-40s, but I'm not. And I, I, Dale Murphy, when I was 10 years old, was a god. I thought he walked on water, Steve. <laughs> and awesome. And I got yeah. to go over to Fulton County Stadium, and I wore my all-star uniform. That's how big a dork I was. With sweatbands to Fulton County Stadium to watch Dale Murphy play for the Atlanta Braves. Two-time NL MVP. All right? So, Love it. I may do the show next time you come on with sweatbands on, but we'll we'll have to figure <laughs> that out. Um, all right, so let's let's switch gears here. Uh, talk about what is going on in your NFL. I, I have a quick question: Is is Travis Kelsey the best tight end in the history of the NFL? In your opinion? Oh man, it's. I mean, he definitely does things differently than any other tight end. I think it'd still be tough to put him maybe above Gronk. It would be tough to put him above Gronk. Um, you might get you might get a little bit of a longevity with Kelsey if he can keep it going, but Gronk was such a good blocker, too, in everything that he did. But, yeah, Kelsey, just unique in how he is completely used as a receiver, what he does after the catch. So he's up there, but uh, I try not to be a prisoner of the moment and say, well, we just saw him catch four touchdowns, therefore he's got to be the best. But there's, other, there's still other guys in the conversation. Sure. Okay, so but right now you would go Gronk. If he has this year and next, because he's getting up there too, as you know. I didn't realize it until Blake told me he's 32, 33, 33, okay. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought he's he... younger than Gronk, actually. I mean, uh, older than Gronk. Oh, my gosh. And I, see, I, I yeah. had Kelsey at like 29, maybe right. 30, and he'll, he's 33. Um, so if, if he has the, – if the trend continues this year and next – you're not going by championships, right? You're just going by how they play, production on the field, everything that they bring to the table. Do you do you see even a scenario where Kelsey, you would pick Kelsey over Gronk or no? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you could, again, it's they both had elements where they were unstoppable. Like, I mean, I also don't want to hate on the Shannon Sharps and Tony Gonzalez's of the world and all that stuff coming from different eras. But, like, you know, just even in this era, Rob Gronkowski, Travis uh, Travis Kelsey, and then uh, George Kittle hasn't done it as long as those guys, but he's in that discussion as like you know the best tight end. Gronk just has the all around game. Like you could do different things in the run game with Gronk, and he was pretty much unstoppable in the pass game. Kelsey unstoppable in the pass game, probably at a different level. We haven't seen offenses flow through the tight end quite like what the Chiefs have done with Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, if he does it for a couple more years and, you know, continues to not lose a step and, and be as good as he is, you know, before the catch, after the catch, yeah, I could see, I see Kelsey making that claim. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let me tell you who was one of my favorite players when I was growing up. Kellen Winslow Sr. I loved Dan yeah. Fouts and I loved Ke- I loved Eric Coriel. Because most people were still, you know, running, uh, were running it. Other than Walsh, there were a few people. The West Coast is where the innovation was coming from. And can you imagine, Steve, dropping Kellen Winslow Sr. in the game today? And and Winslow Sr. having the opportunities like Kelsey and Gronk and Kittle and some of these other guys? Yeah, I mean, you have to, you have to take that into account. You know, like Travis... Travis Kelsey gets opportunities in the screen game on underneath stuff or whatever it might be. It, it is, it's just a different game. So you always have to account for that. And it's easy for us to say, well, these are the best quarterbacks we've ever seen, or these are the best whatever we've ever seen. But it really is a different game. You, you don't see that in other sports, the adjustment for era that is needed. I mean, it's almost every decade in the NFL. The 80s look differently, different than the 90s, which looks different than the early 2000s, which looks different than what the game looks like right now. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com on the Yingling Lager guest line. So what, who do you, do you have Jerry Rice as the number one receiver of all time or do you have someone else? No, I think Rice has to be because, you know, it's a combination of domination and longevity with him. Um, You know, it's not, it's not longevity of just uh, racking up stats. I mean, Jerry Rice was good even with the Raiders and late into his career for the most part. So, he dominated his era. He was the best of his era, and he did it for such a long time. I think it has to be Jerry Rice, even though you definitely have these, you know, spurts of Randy Moss that were special or whatever it might be, and you know Bob Hayes back in the day. But like Jerry Rice is the total package as far as receivers go. I'd say. Yeah, it's really remarkable, and that's another one. Even though Walsh was innovative, and what he, and even, I mean even into the 90s, Seaford and Steve Young. Can you imagine, though, Jerry playing the last uh, four to six years? And and let's just say he had four to six more years. Holy smokes. Who knows? Yeah, well, I mean, we talk, we, we're talking all this year about how much are the receivers going to affect quarterbacks on new teams. A.J. Brown, Tyree Hill, Monte Adams. As great as Joe Montana was, and people thought he was the GOAT for a while before Tom Brady came along, but, you know, Montana to Young was a pretty seamless transition for the 49ers. And, you know, Young put up even better numbers than Joe Montana and then finally won the Super Bowl. You know, what was the, you know, the consistent theme there was that West Coast offense plus Jerry Rice. Right. You know, so you see a, you see a receiver that's able to elevate quarterbacks statistically as well. And, you know, Rice certainly had that. We'll uh, we'll segue into the Bengals at the Saints in the Superdome. Uh, the Saints got a good win um, over the weekend. How would you value before I get into Joe Burrow and letting you break down how he's playing and but also what's going on around him, uh, which is always a factor. 
how would you value Taysom Hill? I understand his Herculean effort last weekend, but uh, I've always thought they, you know, Sean got a little too crazy with it, and they threw too much, you know, money and got a little too cute with how much they played him. Now everybody can push back after this weekend because he had it best game of his career. Uh, how would you value Taysom Hill the last four to five years on the Saints team, Steve? Yeah, it's so challenging because I'm with you. I thought there was probably too much Taysom Hill when Drew Brees was still the quarterback. And even though Brees was limited in what he could do throwing the ball down the field late in his career, he was still Drew Brees. He was still really, really good. And I thought every time you took him off the field, even in the red zone, you know, the accuracy and decision-making still trumps Taysom Hill's skill set in the red zone, I would say. So I thought they used him too much. Now, when Andy Dalton is your quarterback and you start to mix it up with Taysom Hill, I think the value goes through the roof because Andy Dalton's not uh, an advantage at quarterback in most games. So how do you bridge that gap? Well, what the Saints were doing was throwing seven offensive linemen and three tight ends and Taysom Hill out there and saying, here, try to fit the run against this. Try to handle QBO, QB power and QB sweep and you know, try to handle this. And, oh, by the way, we're going to throw it sometimes. And, oh, by the way, Taysom Hill is going to be a receiver sometimes. I, so I think there's, there's a ton of value in that. Now, it's tough. It'll be tough if the Saints try to chase that game every single week. If they try to chase last week's game where Taysom Hill runs it 10 times and has to get a couple passes and they have to use him as an H-back and all the special team stuff, that's where it's a challenge. That's where I think you, if, if you chase that too much, then, you, then at some weeks you're wasting 10 to 15 plays. So it, it's finding that balance, using him as a, as a value-add type of player. And last week was the extreme version of that because everything they did worked, including the 60-yarder to, to seal the deal. So I, I, I like the idea of players, speaking of Otani, I mean, I love the idea of players filling multiple roles and being valuable in multiple areas in today's NFL. It's just tough if you overrate it and always try to have, well, Taysom's got to get his 10 carries because he'll have one game where he has 10 carries for 30 yards and it's going to feel like you you know, you wasted 20% of your play. So you just have to find that balance. So it's almost like in the NFL, you can only do that once a year, right? Because the coaching is so good. There's not, you know, a dime's worth of difference in any of the teams for the most part. You know, great job by Dennis Allen and the offensive staff. Um, but you, you check that box, you probably can't do it again. Is that where you're going? It's not necessarily that. It's that if you game plan every week, single week and it's like, all right, Taysom Hill has to get his 10 carries, you know, are, are you missing out on, say, Chris Olave development? Or, you know, are you missing out on a, a Chris Olave default once per game? You know, you have to think about the trade off because um, you hear this cliche on broadcast. It's like, well, the defenses have to account and practice for Taysom Hill. It's like, well, the offense has to practice that too. They have to spend practice time practicing the Taysom Hill package as well. And both teams have to practice these things. Right. So if you, if you spend a lot of time incorporating Taysom Hill into your offense, are you taking away from practice time for Andy Dalton and his receivers and Jameis and his receivers when he's back, all that stuff, right? So uh, we saw that with the Wildcat, right? Like teams spent all day adding the Wildcat to their offense to average three and a half yards per carry in a different creative way, right? right? It's like that's, that's a waste of time when your quarterback probably needs a few more reps. Right. So I'm oversimplifying, but I'm just saying 
it's a, it's a nice thing to have that'll show up a few times a year. I like it. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, all right, tell me what what you and the group at PFF.com, how you've rated what you see with Joe Burrow this and what's happening around him this year for the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, his performance has certainly taken a step back, and then you look at, the the circumstances around him the the league has changed how they defend the Bengals you know this is a big story in Cincinnati right now teams are playing two high safeties and they're not they're afraid of Jamar Chase and they're 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 rolling coverage his way and they're taking away the explosive plays and the explosive plays are what the Bengals depended on last year they actually weren't a very effective they weren't an efficient offense snap for snap there was there were like a little bit they were top half of the league last year as far as just pure down-to-down efficiency. But when you add explosive plays to the mix, they were among the best. So teams are starting to play two high shells, and Joe Burrow's PFF passing grade is in the 40s against two high shells, and he doesn't have any big-time throws, and he's putting the ball in harm's way. And it, it's going to be an adjustment for Zach Taylor, for Brian Callahan, for Joe Burrow, for the entire offense. Um, it's, just, it's a similar story as what we said with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs last year. The league said, "Don't we're not going to let you beat us over the top. Go ahead, pick us apart underneath. Be patient. Take the underneath stuff. Steam it up. Run the ball. Whatever it is, we're not going to get beaten over the top." And the Chiefs struggled against that for a while last year, and I think eventually they started to figure it out. So, just like anything in the NFL, this is why we don't. I don't like overreacting in the NFL because the defenses change. They make adjustments, and they're making adjustments to the Bengals right now. Burrow and the Bengals haven't figured it out yet. I think they will at some point, but right now, you know, they're struggling because teams are taking away their bread and butter, which is downfield pass. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, what do you make of where we are in the game right now? We, we, we had this offensive explosion. Quarterback play better, wide receiver play deep, better, you know, people going four wide and these tight ends that you just referenced earlier in the 
in the show that are actually being used. I understand that there were others that came along from the 60s through the 90s that just weren't leveraged. Um, but all of a sudden now people are asking the question, where are we at the quarterback position? Uh, the commanders, the Bears, Wentz, Mariota, Brissett, Matt Ryan, what are the Panthers doing? What are the Steelers doing? I mean, you could go, you could go on and on here. And maybe what the Patriots will do. Uh, what do the Browns really have, Steve? How would y'all do this every day? And, and I know we'll have an influx of talent through the college game, but will, will we have that much over two years? And last year's draft, people are still not sold on uh, the guys that came in the league. Where are we as far as QB play in the NFL? And and with Rodgers yeah. and Brady on hole 17 or 18. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you had asked me two or three years ago, I would have said the league is going to be in, in for an exciting time because Brady and Rodgers and Breeze are going to get old and retire, and we don't know who the next great quarterbacks are. Now, Patrick Mahomes has emerged, and Josh Allen has emerged, and maybe Justin Herbert, and, you know, we'll see, Lamar. But I, I still think we don't have that clear cut like we had over the last 20 years. We know it's Brady, Rodgers, Manning, and Breeze. In any given year, some other guys can kind of play at that level. I don't know that we necessarily have that. So I think we have all those teams that you mentioned that have quarterback questions. They still have starting caliber quarterbacks. I think there's a lot of starting caliber quarterbacks, guys that you can win with. If everything's right, you don't have a whole bunch of top four to top eight guys, I don't think, that are going to carry the team regardless, right? So that's where I think it's going to be interesting. And I think the next 10 years in the NFL, I don't think you're going to see one team win you know, four Super Bowls or anything like that. You're not going to see a Brady Patriots type of run where he, they win three in six years or Brady wins four in seven years, whatever that is. I think you're going to see, you know, random teams like the Rams and Bengals going to the Super Bowl. I think you're just going to see more of that. And I think the other thing is that's happening this season in particular is defenses, the same thing they're doing to Burrow. They're really doing that across the league. They're trying to take the ball out of the quarterback's hands a little bit and saying, okay, just, just hit the underneath stuff. We're going to play more zone. We're going to take away big play opportunities. So just, you know, take the easy stuff, you know, so to speak. So it might take a little bit of the onus off the quarterback and it puts a little bit more, I think, into the coaches, the scheme, the playmakers, and what they can do uh, underneath, you know, under 10 yards rather than the downfield passing attack. I think that's another interesting change we're seeing in the NFL is the way defenses are attacking offenses right now. Okay. What are you looking for in the Cowboys at the Eagles Sunday night football. I guess, obviously, Dak playing up in the air. Just walk me through, if Cooper Rush this, you think this. If Dak plays, maybe this. He may be rusty. He hadn't played with a lot of these guys much. The Tampa Bay game was a disaster. What are you looking for in Cowboys at Eagles? I'm going to assume Dak's not playing. I think they are going to hold him out one more week. I mean, the, the matchup to watch is Dallas's pass rush against the Eagles' offensive line. It's our, it's our number one graded pass rush for the Cowboys and then the number one graded pass blocking team with the Eagles. So the Eagles' offensive line pretty much every single year except maybe 2019 has been one of the best in the league. They're so good uh, schematically. They do a lot in the run game. They're good pass, you know, protecting the passer, and we've seen what the Cowboys have, have been able to do. Uh, you have to give attention to Micah Parsons. And that opens up opportunities for the other guys that are stepping up and having good seasons for the Cowboys. So to me, it's that trench battle. And uh, it's Jalen Hurts in a big game against a good defense. You know, can he make the big throws 
that he needs to make in a in a crucial game here with the you know with the Eagles as front runners, not underdogs. Ah, you know, you know, as, as yeah. they become, okay. you know, they're a five and O team now. It's not like, oh, you know, let's see what Jalen Hurts does. He's a second rounder. Let's see, like now they're the front runner. They're they're being chased by the rest of the league. Let's see how they handle that in a big game. I like that. The Eagles are favored by a touchdown. Uh, so there you go. And that that's pretty much a lot of points in the NFL. They're favored by six. Uh, all right, Blake, you want to ask yeah. Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus, on the Yingling Lager guest line a question. Yeah, real quick, Steve. We talked about the evolution of the game on one side. I want to talk about it real quick on the defensive side. We've seen two or three really bad roughing the passer calls over the last couple of weeks. Um, I think some of it is instant reaction. Like you said, we do a knee-jerk reaction to what we see, the Tua injury, some of just losing quarterbacks over the last couple of years. But do you think there's going to have to be a – fix is the NFL a does the NFL need to fix roughing the passer and B with what you've seen and how much you know the NFL do you think they're willing to address the situation I mean I, I think we just saw a couple of bad calls I mean the NFL's really quick to point out that roughing the passer calls are down this year and, and it is true they're almost down by 50 percent so uh, you know they're we I think we just saw bad calls I mean the, the thing that I would adjust though is when Jerome Bogart Bogart calls that uh, roughing against Tom Brady, it's a bad call. And, and somebody is, there are people in his ear, and all it takes is like a 10-second conversation for them to watch the play again and say, look, hey, Jerome, that's not roughing. He did not, just just pull the flag. You know, you could fix a couple of those plays here and there without affecting the integrity of the game. So to me, it, it, it's as simple as put somebody in the referee's ear, which already exists, and it's okay to pull the flag every now and again. I think fans would appreciate a little conference call, and then at the end of the day, they get the, the game right. You'll have some idiots that yell, oh, the game's fixed. You know, they pulled the flag. Like, it's not fixed. It's They're going to talk about it and get it right. And they could pull the Brady flag. They could pull the Chris Jones flag from the other night. But I think we just saw two bad calls in the same weekend that were more of an anomaly as far as the calls go this year for roughing the passer. Bam. We'll leave it there. Steve Palazzolo on the Out of Bounds Show. Pro Football Focus. All right, your Bengals or Saints? Who are you? The Bengals are favored by a point and a half. So are you going with the Bengals or the Saints in the city of New Orleans this weekend? Oh, don't put me on the spot. Like, I, I got to go with the Bengals, I guess. I think they're going to be – I think they're just a better team than they're showing right now, and they'll figure it out. I think the Saints are a better team than they're showing right now, but I'll take, I'll take the Bengals right now. Okay. If, if the – if the Bengals lose, then you have to wear a Saint shirt when we interview you. Is that cool? Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's that's good radio right there. I can absolutely do that. All right, buddy. Well, you have to take a selfie or something <laughs> or you know, right. and, and chill. All right, be good. See you, dude. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, NFL Insider, Senior Analyst. He's got the podcast, all that kind of good stuff. And he joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. You can enjoy the best selection of Boar's Head, premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. And an awesome selection of Yingling Lager at corner market grocery stores in the state of Mississippi, including the new corner market grocery store in Macomb. And corner market grocery store is coming to Highway 12 in Startville, which is also a good thing for those of you that either live or travel through Stark Vegas, presented by Corner Market Grocery Stores. Road trips powered by Fleetway Market. Good morning. Welcome in. Best and worst hires in the 2000s. SEC football. 
And we still have to figure out top five, top ten college football coaches today. This is Out of Bounds. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.